0: Hi, Creepsters. I'm Barry Marino. I'm Philip Landry. I'm
1: Jennifer Lynn. And this is Open, Open Shutters!
0: <laughs> Scary ghosts, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open
2: shutters.
3: Alright, <laughs> right. hey guys, how y'all doing? Oh, you know, we are... Uh, <laughs> I was going
2: to say we here. I mean,
0: what well, was the last time I saw you? How many hours ago? Not okay. even... <laughs> not even 18 hours ago.
3: I'm so excited though to have Jennifer here with us. Yes,
0: yes I'm well, so glad and, to be here. Uh, if in case any of you didn't listen to our bonus episode last night, which was publicly posted, we have a new we have a third co-host now. Her name is Jennifer Lynn. She just happens to be my cousin. And she's fully yes. on board. It's just not a guest host. No, me. she's gonna be out she's gonna be our permanent uh third host. We we're a three person podcast now. We're three person. I guess it's a little bit more <laughs> Well I guess it's a little bit more. I, I was I was beginning to wonder that we were looking a little bit too much like we were copying Morbit and I don't want anybody to think that. I've been listening to Morbit and they they're pretty cool. Do that I look like boy, I can
3: cop I'm so original. Do I look like I can copy morbid?
0: No, you don't look anything like Ashley or Elena exactly. either. You know? And Jennifer
3: is so fabulous in and of herself that nobody, should compare to anybody yeah. but herself. Yeah, that's true. And me, I mean, come on. you you're know, Barry I, Marino, bad. for God's sake.
0: <laughs> there is one podcast I do want to shout out to. Okay. It's called Late Night Frights. And, and it's based, it's at one of my neighbors. They're based in... Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I had the their information around here. So the Red Stick, the yeah. Red Stick. I had their uh, information around here. They uh, they do movie reviews, and I found them when, when I was looking for some uh, podcasts that were review and play Misty for me. Okay, oh, the Jessica Walter thing, and it was um, it was really they they really or they're really pretty cool.
1: Does anybody know who pulled out the stick of the red mud and named it Baton Rouge? No. Was I it think, a red stick? It, or was it a red dick? Well, <laughs> <only> not, well <laughs>
3: you don't know I might be sticking out that mud. <laughs> well, I know the the, the host is uh,
0: his name's Dan Bourgeois, and uh I told him we were gonna give him a shout out. He doesn't have a a, a Twitter or anything, but I did email him and I talked to him and. Um, I told him that we were in, I, I told him all about our, you know, how we do our movie reviews and our bonus episodes and how we take a case and your horoscopes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Jennifer's going to have a new feature also. We, we, what's it going to be? You're going to do the Spirit of the Week. I'm going to do the Spirit of the Week, yes. Oh, well, that's That's exciting. I'm looking yes. forward to that. Yes. Uh, anyway, um. What we gonna start off with, Philip? You got, well, you you need got to the tell us what
3: we it. what we watch and what we, we saw. Oh, some movies we went to the movies. We week? went to the movies. Yeah. Well, you and I saw. We saw Spiral, the new Spiral movie but, so, uh, with Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. You no, know,
0: Chris Watts is one of us.
3: Chris Rock.
0: Not Chris Watts. It sounded like you said Chris Watts. I was Chris, Chris Watts, Watts.
3: Watts is one of the wow. murderers we covered no. in a previous episode. <laughs> there was some murdering going on in that movie. Oh yeah, all um, over the place. Yeah, I love, I love, I I enjoy. I, I enjoyed it. I actually felt, and, and I'm sorry if anybody feels offended by what I'm about to say, I actually think it might be one of the best uh, movies in the Saw series.
0: Yeah, it's, it has it's,
3: such a good storyline.
0: And it's kind of a rebate. They do kind of like what they did with Brian the Chucky, with the Chucky movies, how they took it in a different direction. And they... they well, her name was Jennifer, wasn't she? The Meg Tilly character. Yeah,
2: uh-huh.
0: They, they, um, no, the Jennifer Tilly character. Jennifer no. Tilly. What was her, her, her character's name? Um, Tiffany. Tiffany. They brought Tiffany... Meg Tilly is her brother. It's her brother, her sister. <laughs> and Jennifer <laughs> Tilly is Tiffany, yeah. They took Tiffany and they, they, they made her one of the major focuses of that of, the, of that of that franchise well, uh so that's what they're doing with this they took well, this in a different direction well how direction.
3: did you like the spiral barry oh that i point. thought it was
0: wonderful and um i yeah. hate to say it i was kind of rooting for the for the villain
3: because the people who were killing were irre have- ira- at, at points yeah really, awful yeah. terrible well we'll people. leave it at that no spoilers no spoilers yeah uh but we all went and saw a movie yesterday yeah, with Angelina Jolie and, Those Who uh, Wish, those me, who wish dead. me Dead.
0: With Angelina Jolie as a... They call that a smoke jumper. They're the people in the fire department that jump into the
3: forest fire to fight it. I actually enjoyed, like, just the scenery filming with... Even though they had the forest fire and all this going on, the action would have made it so amazing to see on the big screen. This... <laughs> And it, this has me excited. If we have more movies like this coming out during the summer, oh, we're in for an amazing summer of movies.
0: Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, is, um, it's also showing on HBO Max. It's not the same sitting in no. your bedroom. I love going to the that movies. That
3: beautiful scenery would not show up the same at home. And I love going to the movies. Don't you love going to the movies? I
1: like the movies. It's a special thing. It, it really is.
3: I don't
0: care if we have a... Two hundred inch TV screen, when you're sitting in your living room, and even the popcorn's not the same. The popcorn at the movies and the butter they put on it. Oh, they had the butter back again. At oh, the I know containers. you
1: was excited. You can put it. Ah, uh, you
0: yourself. can put your butter on again. Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't, didn't have to. You <laughs> did extra
3: those little,
1: little little
3: containers. It doesn't pour the same. <laughs> those no, little no,
1: containers.
3: no, no. You need no, the no. You need an actual full and pour. The
1: only thing about sitting home doing this and eating popcorn is Gumdrop and Frito are always bugging me for popcorn. Oh, the dogs! You had to tell everybody who Gumdrop and so, Frito are. Gumdrop is my little Yorkie, and Frito Bandito is my little Chawini, my, my little yeah. Chihuahua. Yeah, oh, the babies. They are spoiled. They went through a whole jar spoiled. of peanut butter like in three days. Spoiled? Snack time. Yeah. That's,
0: a, that's an understatement. They are spoiled. You treat those dogs like they're babies.
1: Well, my, it's my fault when they wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning for a snack. Who, wait, who lets their dogs them.
0: wake them up at 2 o'clock well, in the
1: morning? But she does. And I figure I'm already awake. Why not?
0: Oh, Jen. Well, now that you have some exciting news, don't you? You, you retired now.
1: I am retired. Yes, yes. I am. I, I am retired. I'm only semi-retired. I'm retired, and, and now I can fill my days with I don't know what. What <laughs> well, a we, podcast I'm, called Podcast. podcast. Are you doing nah. exactly. This is your new career. My new career. Yeah, want.
0: you see, I'll, that's why I wanna um <laughs> I wanna push our Patreon account again. www.patreon.com slash open shutters.
3: We are gonna do that.
0: I know, but I just want everybody oh, to you know just to throw <laughs> a... I want to go to conventions because I want to take selfies with the fans. Selfies with the fans. That's what Barry I have wants. always lived. You see, back when I was in the theater, we didn't have uh, cell phones, and we didn't have—they uh, didn't have this you know, the smartphones.
3: Yo, please make Barry's dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, back. We can go into more detail back, about it. Yeah, yeah. back to uh, what we watch, and
1: uh, tell us about what you've been watching on television. There was a series you were telling us about, Jennifer. Yes, I'm very pleased to talk about this because it's, it's very interesting. It's actually based in history. It's called Gentleman Jack, and if you want to see it, it's on HBO Max, and it's about a lesbian named Ann Lister, who in the early 1800s actually cross-dressed and lived her life as, as a very, um, as a woman, but as a very odd woman. She traveled Europe by herself, she ran her family business. And it was, it was just wonderful, you know, and I, I, I recommend it. If you like period pieces and if you like uh, LGBT things, um, it's really the thing to see. I just was amazed that she was cross-dressing back in the early 1800s. Yeah. But, well, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, she's played by uh, Saran Jones. Also in the cast is Sophie Rundle, Gemma Wheaton, Timothy West, Amelia Bullmore and uh, Joe Armstrong. Those are all of the uh, the actors of gentleman uh, gentleman Jack.
3: Now you told me you were watching something on
0: HBO Max as well. Yeah, I started watching
3: the new show
0: called Hacks, starring Gene Smart. I
3: saw the thing, but I haven't watched the show yet. I saw it on the well, There's Liz only on the banner, three
0: episodes yeah. up so far, but Gene Smart plays. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy, oh, okay. and Gene Gene Smart plays a um a comedian that's kind of a Joan Rivers type. And um, she works in Las Vegas. And what happens is they, they decide to cut down the amount of shows she's doing. Her, her, her character's name is Debra Vance. She's very much a Joan Rivers type. She's she's an older woman that does this biting, bluish kind of humor. And uh, she gets... um. She gets her, her shows get... Thrown down, they did you know, cut down, so that they can make way for this Acapella group mm. <laughs> that the young people are coming to okay. see. Okay, and um, so uh, she doesn't. Um, they they decide. So there's there's also this comedy writer who did a bad tweet <laughs> and lost. Have you ever done a bad tweet, Barry? Not, no, usually because the tweets are for open shutters, and I try to keep them as, okay, as good, little, okay. con, little controversy good. as possible. Thank you for that. But she yeah. did a controversial tweet, kind of like you know, what, what Roseanne Barr did, and she lost her job working on the sitcom. So she has to go to work for Deborah, who can't stand her. Okay. So that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all, don't, But it don't, is really good. Gene Smart is very busy. She just lost her husband, but she's keeping herself busy. She's on two shows and she's 68 years old. She's on this and she's on Mayor of East Town as Kate Winslet's mother, and then she's a lead in Hacks. So yeah, oh, so man. that's pretty good, you know, a, a woman that age that's just going to show you, you know, we still can do it. That gives me hope because I'm just a few years
3: younger. Than that. <laughs> Other than catching up on a lot of my weekly things, the only thing I like like super binge this past week, like I binged it like like in like one afternoon, was the Money Explained docu series on Netflix. Oh yeah, kind of, it was kind of interesting. You went it it went into the credit card industry on one episode, went into oh, student loans on another. It even went into like the idea of retirement industry and money. You know, like since y'all are getting you know close to retirement. Y'all might want to be listening to Who that It says one. close? Close? You're there. You're there. Close? <laughs> We're there. I'm well, actually, to actually, I'm in okay. early retirement. Right. I'm not
0: quite at full retirement age yet, which is one of the reasons why I have to work, and I, I'm probably going to have to work part-time, because my social security <laughs> check is definitely not enough, especially now that I've got to... Um, I got a new car, you know. Well,
3: go go check out the, the the series Money Explained on Netflix. You'll enjoy it. It is a Netflix series. But you said you had one other show. Yeah, one show I'm Curtis. watching it it's called the um, Curtis. It's called the Bad
0: Seed. Curtis and I are watching it, and it's 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 a New Zealand murder mystery. This Ooh. woman gets murdered, and there's all these suspects.
3: Sounds intriguing. Is it
0: really interesting? Very very good. Oh yeah. wow! But okay. I don't know. I find like there was a New Zealand show I used to really like a lot called uh, Outrageous Fortune. Uh, back about 10 years ago. And it starred Anthony Starr. You know who he is. He's on The, the Guys. What is that show called? About the, the superheroes. And he was also in, um, in Banshee on, on HBO. And he played twins. And it's funny because one twin is, is mentally challenged and a real doofus. And the other twin's a lawyer. and very intelligent. And anyway, I noticed that with New Zealand shows... They real it really is kinda of hard to understand the accent if you're American. Because it's nothing like we speak. They have different types of I
3: don't know. I have enough I guess friends I've hanged out with that are either like Aussie or New Zeal or Kiwi. Well New Zealand Kiwi. is Kiwi
0: New Zealand's even harder to understand. Than I
3: actually, I don't oh I mean if you hang out with friends, you've had some friends you get used to it but, but- being hard of hearing already, I
0: use yeah, I I I it sometimes. It. <laughs> so they come in handy. I get to read what they say, and it's almost like watching a foreign film. But it's really good. I haven't finished it yet. I still have about two more episodes left. But I'm not giving anybody any spoilers on
3: that one either. Well, that's what we're watching, but you got some obits for us, don't you? Yes, <laughs> yeah. We got a few people here
0: today. Uh, we're going to start with a local bit, a, a former Louisiana governor. His name was... Um, Buddy Romer, Charles Buddy Romer. Uh, and he was... Uh, he became the first governor of to beat Edwin Edwards. Every, I, I have any, most people know who Edwin Edwards is. He was the one... Yeah. Uh, the, the one with all the gambling and all the racketeering. The one that went to jail. And he was also the one that ran against David Duke, the KKK guy. Which was, at that point, it was about the only way he could win anything. Well, when he was running for reelection. Buddy Romer defeated, got more votes than him, but he didn't, they had to do a runoff. Uh, Edwards was really mad because he didn't come in first, so he just threw it to him. So he was very, very reform-minded. Some people didn't really like him so much. He um, he was he started off as a Democrat and then he turned Republican, but he was too independent to really fit in well with either party. He wasn't, for, he wasn't left enough for the Democratic Party and he wasn't right enough for the um for the Republican Party. And
3: his, um... My parents liked him, I think, a lot. They used to talk really nice about well, him. Well, a
0: right? lot of people liked him at first. And then he got to be a little bit more, you know. Some of the things he did. And he was very inexperienced. And he was kind of young. Because this was, what, what, 40 years ago. He was... he's He died. He was 77. Yeah. He had been ill for months. Because he, he died from diabetes. Yeah. And, um... So that means, you know, he was probably in his late 30s, early 40s. He's a little young and inexperienced, and he kind of came out the woodwork. Well, you know, one of those that comes out and everybody says, oh, they're an outsider. They're going to do all these great things. And then they find out, you know, maybe we need somebody who we had, We dealt with that with a mayor here in New Orleans, Ray Nagan. He was like the CEO of Cox Cable. And they thought <laughs> he was going to be this great governor and he was going to clean everything up. And the guy wound up in
3: jail. Yeah. wasn't the last, the last great mayor we had Mark Morial maybe <laughs> my no, maybe his dad
0: maybe Dutch Morial, Dutch Morial maybe. that might be the last great mayor yeah. we had yeah well I mean yeah. now not getting to any politics nah. the lady we got now is kind of pissing people off a little bit we'll leave it at that actually I thought Mitch Landrieu was pretty good I didn't think he was that bad there's a lot of people didn't like the statues coming down, but I didn't care. <laughs> I, well,
3: I my issue had nothing to do with that. My issue had to do with him overseeing the money that came in and it didn't go where it was supposed well, to. Well, I mean, the problem for sewage and waterboard in the pump. Yeah, well, the
0: thing I th- I, that I had problem, my biggest problem, I had pumps. with Ray Nagin, or the pumps on. Is that damn streetcar that goes nowhere? Oh, like I don't Canal even want to talk street, about that. That's so stupid. Two streetcars that go nowhere. There's one of them that goes on from the. The, the train and bus station right to Canal Street and then you transfer and then there's another one on Brampart Street and it just abruptly stops before it goes anywhere. It barely goes out of the quarter And it was all done for, for tourists. And, that, and all that money was spent when we have really bad roads that need to be fixed oh god yeah city. But anyway, Buddy Romer, um, he never ever, and once he he changed his party, that kind of, he lost a lot of the more moderate left to center people, and they were a big part that got him in there because they wanted to get rid of Edward
3: Edwards. Yeah, people don't always like flip flopping. They prefer you stay where you're at because it makes them feel more secure. They and
0: yeah, and it's not like he was he was particularly conservative. To where he had, you no,
3: know, it's not necessarily that he even changed his politics. It was really It didn't change what they he just. He changed uh, that letter. He
0: just changed that letter on the end. Yeah, and in that, people's that, minds that, though. That didn't sit well. It gave him an uh, indecisive type of thing. Yeah. So anyway, Buddy Romer dead at seventy-seven years of Rest age. in peace, Buddy. Rest in peace, Buddy. Now, next one is a um, a trailblazing comedian uh, who collaborated. A genius. A genius. Uh, Paul Mooney. He was also. Um, one of Richard Pryor's collaborators, and uh, he's uh, known for his work on *In Living Color* and Chappelle's Show. Uh, he he pushed boundaries. He was a comedy writer. He he um, his a lot of his themes were racism and social justice. He died of a heart attack, and he had found he found out he had prostate cancer back in 2014, but. Um, uh if you do Pryor's work you knew Moonley's words. Because Richard Pryor he was one of Richard Pryor's main writers. So anyway, um yes, he died uh and yes okay, what else doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he made an unlikely attempt at a children's show. Oh wow. He he produced the Richard Pryor Live on Sunset Strip. The other biographical film, Jojo dancer, Your Life Is Watching, that's got a funny scene in it where Richard Pryor finds himself <laughs> on stage in, at, a, at a strip show in drag. Yes, <laughs> did you ever see that? And um, and then uh, he, he also, you know, he 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 had a a big part in uh, Pryor's 1975 guest host appearance on Saturday Night Live, that included the now-famous escalating Racism. Racial insults, job interview sketch. Oh God, I remember that one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Paul Mooney, seventy-nine years old. Okay, this is our last one. This is this is an actor that uh, you probably have all seen many, many, many times. He was the star of the Heartbreak Kid. Was his first. He started sort off as a Broadway actor and appeared in Same Time Next Year. And then he was um. His films. His first big film was The Heartbreak Kid, in 1976, I believe it was. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, his name's Charles Grodin, and he's also uh, known. the The thing he's known the most for is Beethoven. He's the father in the movie Beethoven about the big Saint. Oh, I remember
3: when I was young. That was so cute. And
0: You're... he's. Uh, it was bone marrow cancer. Oh. And he had a deadpan comedy kind of of way about him. He um. He was a writer, and he had um, he had a PBS TV show back in the '90s. Where he used it was very, very, very New York. He had a lot of guests on there. One of the guests I remember he had was Julie Budd. Y'all ever heard of Julie Budd?
2: Mm-hmm. You know who
0: Julie Budd is. I'm surprised you don't know who she is. No. Julie Budd's a singer, a Jewish singer from New York with a big nose. The only problem is she has a great voice. But there was another Jewish singer from New York for the big dogs. <laughs> that was a much bigger star, and she was way too similar to her.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: She actually looks a little bit something, something like Barbara Streisand. Uh-huh. And we already had one Barbara Streisand. We really didn't need another one. But I remember her being one of the guests on Charles Gordon's show. That he was uh, in um, the Heartbreak Kid, where he played a young man on his honeymoon, where he married his uh, childhood sweetheart, and he meets this beautiful girl played by Sybil Shepherd, and falls in love with her, much to the chagrin of her father, played by Eddie Albert, you remember? Mm-hmm. Green Acres, Acres is, is a place, place to be. be. All of yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. yes. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Charles Grodin. I can't believe you just brought Green Acres. We used to joke, because we lived in a subdivision when I was a kid called, well, my parents still lived there, called Crescent Acres, but we would joke because we, like, whenever we... Like whether it was coming from I don't know where, whether it would be church or the store or whatever, we we're coming back through and we saw the little signs for Creston Acres and we come back and we started singing the Green Acres. Well, song. you know what? There's
0: there's a, there's a street in Mattery called <laughs> Green Acres, Acres Boulevard. Oh yeah, and we used to ride with Will, yes. our Roz, when he would do uh, DoorDash deliveries. And one time we got one on Green Acres, so we all started singing, Green Acres is a place to be. You just can't help break it out into Green Acres when you either see Eddie
1: Allen's face, hear his name, or drive
0: to Green Acres
1: Road in Metairie. Yeah, I right. had driven you to Green Acres one day. And, and we I sang had that it. extra pizza that I dropped off at a friend's house that was on Green Acres. And we sang it. <laughs> and we said, yeah. but I need to celebrate. We we talked about dead people. I need to celebrate a birthday today, and that is the one and only Cher,
2: wow.
0: who yes, is
1: now yes. seventy-five years old. Ooh. but she still is officially turning back time. If y'all yes, haven't yes, she yes, is. I know yes, this, she that is. she does
0: turn back time,
1: and she finds a way too. But you have to give her credit because you know the way she looks is it's up amazing. to her plastic surgery. And people always comment about that, but her energy comes from exercise and healthy eating. Right. So she's responsible for that part.
0: Yeah, they talk about the plastic surgery, but she has she's been working out forever. She quit smoking decades ago. Yep. She, uh, yeah. She, you know, I think she, I think she smoked during the Sunny Bono days. I think she only smoked because he did. I saw actually, it's funny because uh, uh, on. Um, on what you call it, uh, Amazon Prime, they show, some of the old Cal Burnett shows, I mean, and they're showing them in full with the musical uh-huh. numbers. And the one of them Sonny Cher, is Sunny and Cher's on. And what's really bizarre is she has Sunny and Cher on there. They do a really terrible song. They did some song about you better, Cher does some song about herself, You Better Sit Down, Kids, where she's singing yeah. like a man getting a divorce.
1: Yeah.
0: And this was years before they had a divorce. And, She's singing the male part, and then Sonny comes on, and they sing this really awful song. And uh, so, and I'm thinking they have Sonny and, and, and they weren't in any of the comedy sketches. I say, how do you have Sonny and Cher on your show, and they're not in any comedy sketches. That just seems, but I guess they weren't considered comedians in 1967 like they were in 1972, you know. So anyway, happy 75th birthday, Shay. Yes,
1: happy birthday, And uh, you, rest
0: in peace,
3: Charles Groden yeah. at 86. But you now have some news for us coming from the land of Joe Exotic.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh so you got to let us know
3: what's going on with Joe Exotic. Goodness
0: gracious, Joe Exotic is back in the news again. And he's... uh. So what does he have going on? Well, he wants to get out of jail, he says, because he has prostate cancer. And, um... Oh, there's several things he's in the news about. His former big, big cat facility was seized by the government. Wow. And he new health issues. He's pleading for President Biden to give him a pardon because he has cancer. And he was so certain that Trump was going to pardon him, and he didn't.
3: I uh, know, I still remember when they had that limo sitting out there waiting to pick up his ass, and it didn't happen. Yeah, so he, um, he thinks
0: uh, he's, there's no no one here. Oh, God, yeah, he was so sure, certain if he had the limo. He had a party planned, too. I know. And so um, he said that uh, he, uh, he he needs to get out. He's hoping that President Biden will pardon him so he can get better medical treatment than he gets in prison. I wonder what Carol thinks about that. If she's going to try to keep him in there and just kind of twist the knife a little
3: bit. Who knows what those two would I haven't heard like. any
0: more about her scat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that shit alone, okay? Oh, 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 God. On a more serious note, though. I, I, uh, this past week, some news came out. Uh... Billy Porter went on Tamron Hall, and he came very open about his HIV status. And he let us know that how important Pose was for him. It was his way to sort of put it out there before he was ready to fully be open. But this week he actually opened up. So we, our hearts go out to him for being so brave, courageous, and um, stepping up for the community.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, Billy. We love you, Billy. Yeah, we want you to. We want you to get better. So, um, what else you got uh, for us? Yeah.
3: Well, now we're going to go to the new segment by Jennifer Lynn, which is called Spirit of the Week. Tell yeah, us tell you, about how your how spirit. Tell you us have this week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Spirit of the Week is uh, me talking about spirits that I've encountered and just generally about spirits. Uh, and tonight I'd like to talk about um, someone who is very special to me and who's really came through for me, and that's Santa Murta. Santa Marta is a Catholic folk saint of Mexican origin. Uh, Some people trace her back to the Aztecs, goddess. And um, I first got a statue of her and didn't know what it was really about. Then I went to Houston and they had many statues of her. But nobody was willing to give me the information. It was like a secret. So I was uh, lucky enough to meet some people at uh, Macumba Botanica in New Orleans And they introduced me to her even further. So let me tell you what she's done for me. Uh, I was unemployed for a year. I got the dream job of my dreams. I mean, the boss was fantastic. The job was easy. From there, I went into retirement. I qualified for it. And then I got reunited with some relatives, which is going to give me some input and things to do with all this time I have now since I retired. And um, I have an altar to her, I give her offerings and prayers and she's very Catholic oriented. So you can say Catholic prayers and burn Catholic candles. Oh. And uh, if anybody wants to know more about her, you can just Google Santa Myrta and you will find a wealth of information about her.
0: I want—I got a couple of questions. I wanna know, the uh, you know how some of the um, spirits Or attached to a Catholic saint. Which Catholic saint is she attached to? Do you
2: know?
1: Well, this is an interesting part. Uh, The statues that I got, you know, like people, some people have statues and it's just a symbolism. The statues that I got were actually baptized. So the spirit actually lives in the statue. Uh, Ah. it's, uh, It's baptized in the tradition of a Catholic baptism. Because it's very Catholic. She's really associated with the Catholics. But it's
3: very strong in Mexico,
1: like she it's said. very strong in Mexico. It yeah. means
3: holy death. Holy death. Yeah,
1: holy death. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so yeah. Day of the Dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's I mean, it, it's it's just... Um, so I have a spirit living in my statues. So, and, and as far as... Um, she doesn't have any Catholic equivalents other than she has been reported to have been born out of the murder of... Uh, Abel, where Cain murders Abel. That oh. was the first murder. And she's also the reaper of Jesus Christ, because she takes everybody's soul. So when yeah. Jesus was dying on the cross, she's the person that took his soul. Oh, wow.
0: Wow, that's, that's wonderful. This that was so interesting.
1: It's, it's a very interesting yeah. saint. It's very, and yeah. she works. It works. And there's
3: such... It, I've actually been to Mexico before, and to see sometimes, like, some of the Altars and some of the like depictions, like you'll go into stores and you'll see. Yeah, you know, we got to take sta- it. It's some of it's so maybe beautiful. our patrons will give
0: us enough money. I to mean, go.
3: let me just say, like, there's things you can go try to get offline for like Santa Marta, like statues and stuff, but there's nothing like going actually down to Mexico and seeing what they got to offer, like the artisans and Who stuff. Who knows, maybe there'll be a convention
0: in Mexico. You feel and like... we can
3: take selfies with our Mexican fans. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, let me drop a name real quick. Free Go advertisement. Ahead. But Mirta Houston is a YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's also a website where this gentleman sells uh, and will mail to you these fabulous two and three feet tall statues oh, of Santamurta. And I luckily got mine off of eBay and they're like three feet tall and I got them at a real good price but it's hard finding the same look I wanted to match them and sometimes they don't all look alike so to find them because they wear three robes red, white, and black for different things and so so to find the exact statue in red, white, and black and at a good price that was really good it was a miracle on eBay that I got all the statues to match
0: wow, that's that's, that's fabulous, honey that is really I wish you would have been here uh, back in uh, what was it, our first season, or second season, where we did uh, the ghost cab and uh, Buddy's chest. About our, and we, we did a whole month of personal experiences. Oh,
3: we're gonna do some other things down I, I, the I road. I think I told so, you the yeah. ghost cab story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I,
0: then, I listened to about too It's on a different episode. If you want to hear it. Find that episode, yeah. and and that's
3: and, and and that's why we're bringing on Jennifer is not, not just for her perspective on the cases that we do, but every week I've, we're hoping that the spirit of the week brings y'all some insight from Jennifer about the importance of how these deities, or other spirits, and some of them, some of them may be angels, demons, deities, ghosts, but she's gonna bring all of that to y'all, and we just love her for that. Yeah, we, we got
0: to here for y'all not she's she's not just another pretty face. We we yes. got we, we got to give our show a little bit of new blood cuz we're growing, our audience is growing. We
3: are up to over 1400 downloads now. Well, yeah, and you need to tell them about the Patreon account now. Oh, I can Since talk about all, the Patreon. Yeah, account. yeah it's uh, time. Well, before we do, I just
0: wanted to mention a couple of other things. We ov- we oh, have yeah. over 1400 Wow. Uh, we have over 1400 downloads and on on um on
3: Twitter how many followers you got? We have. It took me to the wrong Uh-oh. app. You're having I'm testicular Twitter Twitter difficulties anchor <laughs> <Angry> instead.
0: <laughs> oh, come on now. Okay, here we go. We have 15, 1,528 followers on yes. Twitter. Yes. Considering that we're only six months old, I think that's Love pretty it. good. Love it. So we're heading towards that 2,000 mark. Let's get us there. I'm going to tell you guys about the Patreon. Uh, we, uh, have a, uh, we have three tiers of support. And uh, they're different prices, and you get different types of... Let's see if we have any new patrons. Nope, none yet. <laughs> we have three different tiers of support. Uh, the, the, the entry level is Antoinette Frank. All of our tiers are named after Notorious New Orleans Killers. <laughs> so we have... Um, with that Frank is our, our opening, is our entry level. Our mid-level is the Axe Band and our top premium tier is Madame Lalare. That's the one, that's the most expensive one. It's $25 a month, but it's worth it, because you get all this cool merch the longer you stay in it. You have all this great merch. What well, they get? A, they get a, a, a coffee cup after they're there a few months, and then they get a, a t-shirt, they get a print. But the ultimate prize is if you stay in that tier for a year, you get this coat with our logo on it. And then also there's also a, um, a print uh, autographed by Philip and I. We're going to have to do something with Jennifer's autograph on it, too. Right? We're going to have to do that.
3: Yeah. Well, I can get that replaced through. Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll replace that one
1: with a picture. We're also going to be adding Jennifer's. Jennifer's you know, pictures on our Twitter, too. Please don't add my picture because I'm having trouble with the paparazzi as it is. They're, oh, always, they're always running after <laughs> me, yelling Jennifer, Jennifer. And one time they said Jennifer, your car's on fire. When I turned around, they took my picture. Oh. They're relentless. They're relentless. Oh well. I
0: think somebody, I think somebody has some shared delusions here. Well, yeah, a <laughs> few. Just a few. Let her live her life, honey. Let her live her life. <laughs> her phony life. My phony <laughs> life. Yes. I didn't say that. Hey, said, all man. I want is is, is is to take selfies with fans. Yeah. You so, oh, you yeah, oh, happy yeah, about yeah, that. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And that's why we need our Patreon account to be you know, you know we need to get I'm some just Patreon here I'm just here
1: for the ride. We
0: have to go to some conventions. It says we want to get selfies with the fans. Yep. Don't you want to have a selfie with us? Yes, I do. Yeah. So anyway, uh if you wanna see what Jennifer looks like? Her pictures on our Twitter and yep. on, I'm going to put you on the, the Instagram too. She's on our Twitter and she's on our Facebook group. So uh, um, uh, www.patreon.com uh, forward slash open shutters to join. And we're going to have all kinds of really cool bonus content for on there for you in about a week. And so
3: where else or what else are we doing? Oh, you know what time it is. Oh it's, it's weekly horoscopes time. Oh, no. Oh, no, you no. know you know two oh, weeks God, ago oh, help, we beat the children. Last week we poisoned the children. So what are we doing tonight? Tonight we tucking those little bitches in Aww. with some creepy ass toys. Oh either ones you think our normal toys can be very creepy. I don't know if they're from the 50s, 60s, or 70s. They're coming they're from all kinds of area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we starting out with Aries. Guess what we got for you, Aries? We got a wind-up monkey with the symbols. Oh, those are cute. <laughs> you remember that one in the, in the uh, what was it, the Conjuring series in the Annabelle? Yeah, problems? I had one that had a little puff
0: thing. And the air would make the monkey play his cymbals. Oh, that sounds precious. Yes. Until
3: he, went, and, until he started doing it probably in the middle of the night on his own. Well, I kind of that—that that was a bit much, yeah. yeah. Taurus, this goes out to share. Oh yeah, and Barbara Streisand. And Barbara Streisand. And Barbara Streisand. Y'all better watch out. The extraterrestrials might be trying to communicate with y'all through the Simon Says toy. Oh, the little lights coming up on there on their own. I bet you share bought one of those, Elijah. Probably so. Back, yeah, but the, yeah, that was like huge. Yeah, when, when they were children. When they yeah. were children, I, I remember having one. <laughs> I'm sure she did. Well, Gemini, that's a, uh, that's a Raz. That's Raz. Yeah. yeah. What is he getting? One of my favorite toys from my childhood. What? A Teddy Ruxpin! Oh that's so adorable. That little bear that sings and zones. That to- things can get blues. creepy though. They had they said they think they I don't know. I don't know. They said a couple of them might
0: have You know, when we we had two things like that when we were kids. You used to pull a little string. We had Larry the Lion, Cracker the Parrot. <laughs> Cracker the Parrot yes. Cracker the Parrot. Larry Larry the Lion, Cracker the Parrot, and then later there was Chester O'Chimp. And he was a monkey, and he had a, uh, you know, with a cartoon Irish brogue. But after a while, the mouth stops working, and it's, it's, they just sit there. But you pull the string, and the talking still keeps up.
3: <laughs> well, next is you, Boo Boo, Cancer. Ah, what am I getting? Well, I don't know if the outlook may not be so good. You getting the magic eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think it's something There's more fun than that. <laughs> that's what y'all getting. I'll see yeah, at,
0: least I've got, at least I've gotten the 20 questions computer thing, you know.
3: <laughs> Leo. Oh, that's Curtis. Finally, a surprise, surprise, bitch, y'all getting the Jack in the Box. Oh, that's great. That's classic.
0: <laughs> Curtis, oh, you should have given him a Ross the Jack in the Box. He's scared of clowns. Oh well, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. It, that it's—he's you know. giving me a dirty look.
3: <laughs> How dare you air that on in the public, everybody? Virgo's better watch out because I don't know where this thing might decide That's to you. burrow That's in the middle me. of the I'm night. That's a Virgo. She's but, Virgo. Yeah, she's a Virgo. Our, our uh, co-host here, Jennifer. She better watch out where this toy's deciding to burrow. It's the glow worm.
1: I've been no. burrowed before. So I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for the lower. How much have you been burrowed? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You, I, I could say something, but this is a family show. No, it's not. I ain't no goddamn, this is explicit this is explicit.
0: Fun. This is the furthest thing from a family show.
1: Well, you know, they say that the first, some Christians say that the, when you have sex with a person, you automatically get married with them. So I must be married to some trucker from Ohio. And you messed with his glow worm? Well yes, at a truck stop. You know, ever since then I've been wanted to it. We well, know you know. What <laughs> sister, she you
0: know. know what Sister Aloysius told us about uh, told us she said whenever you committed a mortal sin and you burning in hell, the part of the body you you, you are committed the sin with is going to suffer the most. So that means my ex husband can never sit down in
1: hell. That means my penis is going to burn off and I'll finally be a real woman.
0: But I'll have a hell of a time <laughs> Well, I'll teach you how to do that. No.
3: No, th- no thank you. <laughs> Libra. That, that was, was my your mom. Mama. Yeah. Well, in the words of Sharon Needles, call me on the Ouija board. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah, the good old Ouija board. It's just, can Libra figure out yes or no? I don't know. Or are they just going to waver between? Uh, Not sure what's going to happen there. Have fun with whatever uh, spirit you decide to uh, call to on the other side, Levers. Scorpio. Well, Scorpio doesn't have to worry about what kind of spirit, because they're going to get one no matter what. They're getting some possessed bisque dolls. Those old German dolls. With who's little Scorpio? Cracked, that you? Cracked faces and an eye. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh. Some creepy-ass little dolls from Germany. Sa- but here's my man my man's got getting a good one Sagittarius oh yeah really? oh, this is Jim yeah Sagittarius they getting those little Furbies you remember them Furbies back in the 90's and the t- you think he'll wax it like he does his mustache I wonder if he, 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 he could probably get them custom made with the with the handlebar mustache yeah Furby yeah, that, or you can at least get somebody just cut it like that to look like like snidely it. whiplash yeah, yeah exactly The little Furbies was creepy though like, yeah, they
0: are kind of creepy. They're
3: still creepy. And I think that's what inspired, remember that little uh, Hulu movie, The Pooka? Yeah. I think it was inspired by the Furby. Oh, yeah, The Pooka, yeah. You remember The Pooka? Yeah,
0: I remember The Pooka. They did a couple of Pooka movies.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's right, they did a second one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about, like, little plush, furry-looking things, we've arrived at Capricorn. is oh, that your Oh, that's Lance, yeah. <laughs> He's getting a tickle-me-elmo. Oh Jesus Christ! Is it a fat tickle me Elmo? The only good thing I can say about this. <laughs> the only thing that. Wait, hold on. Let me say this much. I just, oh God, that's too. You good. think that's at least the
1: tickle me Elmo gives him consent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he didn't like to be tickled either.
1: Well, I, I think Tickle Me Elmo was molested because he was on the. If anybody remembers that show, <laughs> the uh, the Gourmet Chef. He, he was like a Presbyterian minister, but he was also a cook. The Frugal Chef. yeah. Okay. yes. And, and Elmo appeared on his show, and then soon after he was arrested for for child molestation. So we, so we don't know what la- we don't know what Elmo went through. We have to have a sympathetic. The Frugal Chef got arrested. Yes.
0: I don't remember that.
1: The frugal chef. Well, after they found him with child porn or something like that.
0: Oh, my dear. Oh, Lord. That's so typical. He was a minister, too, right? He was
1: a minister. Well, you find a lot of that. Now, I, I know. See, unfortunately, or fortunately, I wasn't ever molested as a child. The Catholic priest, he sent me down the block to the Baptist church to get molested. I was, an, I, was an ugly, I was an ugly kid. I was an that ugly kid. I was an ugly kid. No, it you passed weren't. Me down the block you looked like Baptist. Sugar Bear. And the Baptist even did. Well, they sent me across the street to the Methodist. At the end of the day, I was all the way uptown at the Presbyterian no, church.
0: No, I would believe that more about ex, my ex roommate Raymond. Remember him?
1: Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah, he yeah, thought yeah. everybody was after his body.
2: I know.
0: Were, you know, the only person who walked with a taxidermist because they wanted, the cause they wanted the stuff to stuff miss the missing link.
3: Yeah. I never imagined that Tickle Me Elmo would descend into this level of... <laughs> of debauchery? <laughs> but here we are! Yes. Maybe some, you know. Alright, who's next? Aquarius! Ah! You hear the rumblings? You hear the drum beats? It's Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji! Yeah, you're getting taken into the board game, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's a boy. I thought
0: that was a pancake syrup, Jumanji
3: no Jumanji they're gonna be they're gonna it's, go in there they're and gonna be stuck mama. in the jungle
0: huh oh I thought you were just saying I ain't your mama or oh, it could be that
1: yeah okay A politically <laughs> incorrect racist
0: joke well this is gonna wow. be my new
1: drag name Aunt Chilada Anchilada. Aunt Chilada oh. Aunt Chilada yes I'll come oh, out playing the moroccos <laughs> okay welcome to the and jungle yet, red sauce
0: spilt all over you right
1: with red sauce spilt
3: yes. all over me
0: all right, what's the last one before we get ourselves canceled? I think we just got it,
3: <laughs> Pisces. <laughs> y'all are gonna enjoy y'all toy princess wand because in the hands of y'all little shits, y'all gonna curse everyone around you. Oh, and they're fish too. Yeah, little you, princess. Fish. Have you ever seen? Like, okay, Pisces children have mm-hmm. creeped me out. Like, honestly, I love Pisces. I tell you, I love Pisces adults. I love hanging out with Pisces people. But if you start talking to a Pisces child, they see things. They know things. And they know how to bless and curse people around them. Very It's all in the eyes. They're powerful too. children. They a know concept. how to angle was their a
0: child, when we grew up, he's younger than me. And him and his mom used to come over all the time. And he was a charming little boy.
3: He wasn't a, Oh, they're very charming. He was a sweet little boy. But do not get on their bad side. I never did get on his bad side. I didn't you think wouldn't. he had one. He was so sweet.
0: They, they'll fool you, though. He if didn't I, grow
1: up to be I a monster. I love Pisces, but they'll fool you. No,
3: me. he didn't
1: grow up to be a monster. Well, we're not talking about that cousin that we both know. His about.
0: dad grew up to. His dad was a monster. Mm. His mom shot him.
3: Oh, oh, oh you know the mom talking about Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, that was our Creepy Toys Weekly Horoscopes, y'all. Oh,
0: so anyway, we are going to go to our other sponsor. Uh, we went to uh, anchor the easiest way to make a podcast. And with our other sponsor is Barry Marino's Craft Creations, and we're going to go to a commercial for that. And then we'll be right back to talk about the worst mom in the world, the bad mom of the year, Casey Anthony. Because this series is "Mama Mia Murderous Moms. Be right back after our commercial. As some of y'all may remember, and if you're new to our podcast, I have another business that has finally become live on the internet. It's oh, yeah. Barry Marino's Craft Creations. I've made afghans, table runners, hats, scarves, plus more and more coming weekly. Yes. Great thing is we sell all holidays year round so you will not have to wait till that time of the year to order what you would really
2: like and enjoy.
0: Thanks to our Oz Will it is this easy and interactive website to see what has been posted and guess what in the next few days my first line of candles called Gentilly Lace.
3: Oh, that's cute. is yeah, Gen- a little part of New Orleans where we live.
0: That's where we both live, yeah. And it will be available for purchase. And guess what? I'm also starting a seasonal line. So every season will have its own candle. So be on the lookout for our Spring Rose Candle at our website today. BarryMarinoCraftCreations.com That's B-A-R-R-Y-M-A-R-I-N-O-C-R-A-F-T-C-R-E-A-T-O-I. I-O-N-S. Oh, make sure we spell it correctly, right? Dot com. (laughs) See you then. Okay, we're back. We've had our break and everything. And um, tonight we are discussing a, uh, you know, this is our series, Murderous uh, Mama Mia, Murderous Moms. And uh, we're going to be talking about probably one of the most murderous, probably the bad mom of the of the century, the bad mom of the decade of the century of everything. Uh, Casey Anthony, and y'all know who she is, right? You yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, she was. Um, she is. Uh, well, let's start off with, with with some of her life. Okay. Uh, she was born March nineteenth, nineteen eighty five. In Warren, Ohio. Oh, she's a Pisces.
3: You said about Pisces children. Oh, Lord. Wait, wait, wait. What day is she? Uh, March 19th, 1986. March 19th, so she's almost at the very end of Pisces, yeah. close to Aries. And you said 1985, so she's an ox. 86. 86. Oh, no, she's a tiger. You said uh, I thought I heard 85. You so said 86. She, so she
0: was born on March 19th, 1986, in Warren, Ohio. And she was one of two children of Cindy and George Anthony. Uh, with George having worked in law enforcement, her father was a policeman. Anthony was a bright, personable young girl with friends and what many what many thought was an ordinary American family. However, a pattern of lying began when 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 Casey was in high school. Uh, Cindy and George attended the, uh, her graduation with her grandparents, only to discover. She was several credits short of graduating. She she wasn't graduating even though they attended it, and she had stopped attending classes towards the school year, but told her family she was going to school. And then when she was nineteen, she had put on weight and they thought she was just heavy, you know. Turned out she was pregnant. She denied being pregnant. She claimed she was a virgin. And then months into her pregnancy, she told her parents the truth. The identity of baby's father, uh, nobody knows who the baby's father is. And she pointed to many different men, including her fiancé, Jesse Grund, as well as a young man she had dated previously who died in a car crash. So her, her daughter, Kaylee, was born on August 9, 2005. Now, uh, she had discussed giving up the baby uh, for adoption, but her mother didn't want to. Her mother wanted to raise the baby herself. So, for a few years, both Casey and Kaylee lived with her parents. And uh, Grunt accepted that he was the baby's father, because he had been her fiancé at the time. And uh, Grunt, Grunt, and he even believed, yeah, he believed that Casey might be his baby, and he supported her and everything, despite... Uh, test, and knowing the time of her con- uh, conception made it improbable, and the, um, and the DNA test would later find that Grund was not Kaylee's father. The, the, we still don't know who Kaylee's father was. So um, she um, she was a really she was a really really shitty mother. She used to go out and leave the baby alone. She was to leave for days and go partying and leave the baby with her mom. And Mama just kind of pretty much thought that she was just a crappy mother and I think wanted to take the baby away from her. And she had an argument with her parents and took the baby and left. Kaylee was only two years old at the time. So in the next weeks, um, when Cindy would call a check on her, uh, Casey would tell her the little girl was out with babysitter Zanny Fernandez Gonzalez, who was a nanny. And then on July 13th, Cindy and George received a letter saying that Casey's car was in a tow yard. And when George went to pick up the car, he found that Casey's purse, along with Kaylee's car seat and toys, and George noticed a small str- smell from coming from the trunk. Mm. It, it smells almost kind of like spoiling meat. Uh. So he, um, they looked for, for Casey, and they found her at her boyfriend Tony Lazaro's house and brought her home. And she told her mother and brother that she had left Kaylee with the nanny in Orlando on June 16th, and this is already July, almost a month later, more than a month later, almost a month later. And that the nanny had kidnapped the baby. So there was a you know big manhunt for Kaylee. Um, her mother reported Cindy Casey's mother reported her missing to the because um, at this time they're living in Orlando, Florida. They right. had moved to Orlando, and she reported her uh, missing to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. And after questioning Casey, the detectives, the detectives sort of found there were some th- things that were, weren't quite right with Casey's story. So, um, they, um, and the, their friends and family who had never heard of this, this, this nanny that supposedly kidnapped the baby. Huh. So they later discovered, in fact, that she didn't exist. Mm. There was no nanny. Can you imagine that?
3: This is just getting really, really bizarre by the minute. Well, let me just bring it because you brought it up earlier. So I went and took a little more look at, at her astrology when you gave it to me. And a Pisces tiger born that late in Pisces, like that, she is full of delusions. She recreates things in her mind. She creates things. up. Like, if something doesn't fit in her framework, she'll just come up with something else. And that's, like, that's just in her nature. Now, for some people that would be great, but in her case, being that she's this deluded, who knows what she was doing? Oh, it gets better.
0: Oh, I'm sure. They found <laughs> out, they caught her in another lie. She told them she worked at Universal Studios. Uh. Even show them around the park. Ha, 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 Wow. 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 And then she finally admitted to him that she never worked there. So she was arrested on July 16th. So the search intensified. Everybody's looking for the baby now. Everybody is looking for Kaylee. And um, she came under the press, got involved, and people started, you know, it, it became pretty, you know, it. It went
3: viral. I remember when this out. was all over the news, and it was viral. like at that point, I kind of figured, I'm like, y'all ain't gonna find this child.
0: And she was partying <laughs> in the early, even got a, a tattoo that says uh, Bella Vita, which means beautiful life in Italian. And, then yeah. TV, and then she was still, like partying and everything while her child was missing.
3: Crazy.
0: So she comes home on August 21st because a, a bound a, a, boundy, a TV reality bounty hunter. Leonard uh, Padilla, you ever heard of him? No. Well, he posted $50,000 bail, and he hoped that by posting the bail, Casey would lead lead the detectives to Kaylee, but he was disappointed when he found out she failed to provide any clues. So he labeled uh, Anthony a narcissist and promiscuous, fueling the fires of public sentiment against the young woman. And the case became a national media sensation, and many in the public and press were outraged by Anthony's behavior. So she was back in jail eight days later. Uh, this time, being uh, being released. This time, she was charged with forging checks. Oh God, I remember that. So um, she went on trial, and uh, so on December eleventh, two thousand eight. A meter reader named Roy Crunk found a plastic bag of human remains in the wooden area near Casey's home near the Anthony home and they found a skull with duct tape on it of a small child. Turned out uh, on December 19th DNA you yep. know confirmed that those were the, that, that, that was the skull of Casey Anthony, Anthony the little girl and prosecutors were seeking the death penalty, and the trial began June 2011, three years after the disappearance. Uh, Cable news, it was all over, god-awful Nancy Grace was was really big in it. She really smelled dollar signs at this one, and um, they dominated the news almost like OJ.
3: Yeah. Back oh yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh no. This case, the Casey Anthony case really dominated the news.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like with the uh, Ramsey case. Yeah. The John Binde Ramsey. John Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey yes.
3: yes. Which we'll probably
0: be covering at some point. We'll probably be covering it at some point in time. But uh, right now, let's get to, let's let's continue. So the prosecution. Painted the picture, of Casey Anthony as a promiscuous party girl, and that she was unconcerned with her missing daughter, which is pretty true. And they think she was responsible for the murder. And then the and Then they also searched her her um her history on her on her computer, and she found a website about toxic chemical chloroform that she had that had been searched, and Cindy took responsibility for it. She says a uh, um, chloroform was found in the trunk of Casey's car. Um, Casey's defense was led by a lawyer named Jose Baez and with a co-attorney, Chaney Mason, and they, they were working pro bono. And they told a very different story. According to the defense, Kaylee had drowned in the family's pool on June 16, 2008. And George had tried to cover up the death so Anthony wouldn't be charged with child neglect. And Baez shocked the courtroom when he said during his opening statements that George had in fact sexually abused Casey beginning when she was 8 years old. And that her brother had made sexual advances towards her as well. And the paternity test showed that neither George nor Lee was Kaylee's father. So Anthony was used to covering up her hurt. Baez said. George denied the the allegations, and on June 30th, the defense rest, in case he didn't take the stand. Now, um, on July 5th, the jury found her not guilty uh, for first-degree murder, aggravated manslaughter, and aggravated child abuse. And they, they mostly they said it because the circumstantial evidence that was that was presented didn't really prove anything. Uh, she was found guilty on four counts of providing false information to law enforcement authorities and sentenced to four years in jail and $4,000 in fines. And two of the false information counts would later been thrown out in the appeals court. So she ultimately received credit for time, served a good behavior, having been in prison for three years in one day. And she was released on July 17th. And she also um, was also required... To be on probation for a year, due to the check fraud charges, and she was billed with more than two hundred thousand dollars in load or or law enforcement in the search for Kaylee. Now that was a big old storm. That was out. People were outraged by this. I remember it was all over Facebook when it happened, and many in the public media were outraged, but the not guilty verdict, just like they were to O.J. Simpson. And the aftermath of the trial brought a slew of bills in several states for Cayley's law, which would make it a felony for a parent or legal guardian not to report a missing child
3: exactly
0: uh, and according to mason um Anthony herself has lived a life of seclusion in Florida, wary of entering into public due to festering reaction to the case.
3: I mean, look look at the point you just made up. The like the whole the the, the point you just I mean brought up about Kaylee's law. Like before this it's like I think thank God now there's something in place, but it just makes you think how can a parent how can a mother not want to report her child missing if she didn't I know. I know. Like (laughs) that fact alone, take everything else out for a moment Forty-eight hours—if you—if—if if your child has been missing for most people would be freaking the fuck. Most people are freaking out if they—if it's been five minutes and they. Can't see, have it oh yes, yeah, some as parents freak see, out. Of
1: <laughs> what I don't understand about the whole thing is when you compare it to other things. You know, if your roommate has heroin in the house, they arrest you too, even though it's not yours. Right. So I mean, if they're doing all this, why can't they just put two and do you and know, know if you own rental
0: property, and the, you don't—you could not even know you rent to people who are drug dealers. You know, the DEA can actually confiscate your house, your rental property. Right. I will say, though. That is why they use all these background checks and all this other, these credit checks and everything when they rent to people these days. I
3: will say, though, I really do think this bitch was smart. That's why, because it just doesn't add up with everything that's there. She had to have been smart enough to cover up the evidence, some of the evidence, because the evidence was there to show that it was Kaylee and all this. Yeah. But. It shows, and and, and i like I said, I think. In my mind, just looking at the straw, just looking at the case, looking at everything, piecing together, just using a little intuition here. Casey Anthony knew what she was doing. She well, wanted to get rid of the child, and she researched stuff, and she knew how to clean it well, up just
0: right. To get listen rid of it. to this. There's more that comes to this. Yo, go ahead. Go in the ahead.
3: spring of nineteen of 2017.
0: She gave her a series of exclusive interviews to the Associated Press. She claimed she did not know how Kaylee died. Oh, that was bizarre. I remember and that. And she added, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks of me. I don't care about that. I never will. I'm okay with myself.
3: I sleep pretty good
0: at night.
3: That's exactly confirming the the the, the, the sick shit I'm talking about that going on in their head. She is creating this world where she wanted to get rid of this child... And she doesn't care what people think. That's not showing someone who is missing the loss of a daughter. No, she doesn't even care about the daughter at all.
0: She cared nothing about that little baby. And um, I remember it caused a big oh. It was there was a lot about it. Um, it, it, it I remember it caused it, it caused such a big sensation when it happened. I can remember, and my mom, my mom still was lucid at the time, and she was following it. And she was always calling me and telling me about it, and I was like, oh God, because my mom got obsessed with OJ. I don't know, did your mom get obsessed with OJ, Jennifer?
1: No, she really didn't.
0: Well, you're
3: comparing this to OJ, but let's compare
0: this... No, but I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing it to OJ. I'm talking about how my mom got obsessed... Oh, obsessed, yeah. ...about yes. things, especially when it came... To, my mom, you see, I, I inherited the interest in true crime from her. Right. Because she was the ultimate true crime buff. When we were kids, <laughs> she used to read those gory detective magazines.
1: Oh. And they have
0: crime scene pictures and everything. Yes. We, used to scare the fuck out of me. Because I she, she wouldn't... Um, she wouldn't, she didn't let us see him usually. I would sneak and look at him And you know, when other kids were sneaking and looking at Playboy, I was sneaking and looking at True Detective.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh. This, this, I don't know, I'm just, I'm sorry. This, this Casey Anthony case, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, we remember, we did Diane Downs. We did, yeah. we did Lacey's This is so... Well, we have done so many evil people, but and I don't know just thinking is of on motherhood level of evil. Just thinking of motherhood here, this one I don't even think she at any level wanted to be a mother, and it is so cold, <sighs> so calculated the way she acts. But
0: why didn't she just? And this fight? is even
3: I, I, in some respects, Diane Downs is an evil ass bitch. Yeah, but at least, at least there's something you can figure out. With Casey Anthony, this is just a cold hearted bitch. I can't find a goddamn thing to figure this out other than she's so deluded. This is not even like, at least with Diane Downs, it was the narcissist. It was over over a man. It
0: was a man that didn't want children. There
3: was something. We don't have that here. This is crazy. Well, I
0: remember, and this is this is our next case, it, well, I'm, 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 I'm not to be skipping into the next thing. Right. But I remember when, uh, that I was doing a, uh, a show during the Susan Smith thing. Susan Smith is next week's show. And um, I remember when we found out that you know that she had killed the children, there was a woman in the show with me who had always tried to have children and couldn't. And she says, if she didn't want those babies, why didn't she just give them to me? She said, why didn't she just put them up for adoption? She said, I would have taken them. And if she did not want this little girl, her mother and father did. But did she really hate her parents so much that she took this baby away? And she took her just to spite.
3: Out of spite. Not that she wanted the baby. But you see, I feel like this goes back. And you know what? I think this goes back before she even gave birth to this child. This goes back to she didn't want this child. And she wanted every which way... To eventually eliminate this child when it no longer fit her narrative. Yeah.
1: Well, I know that abortion, and I don't think it ever fit her narrative. You no, know, I know that abortion is a controversial subject, but would that child have been better off than than the way she was murdered? and, yes. and Found. You know? She wound up killing her anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's anyway, but anyway, why did not she just let
3: it go to the parents if it wasn't her parents family? wanted the baby? They wanted her. That's that's they where I'm with Barry on this. Is but it's almost as if you're right. There's this whole calculated thing where she doesn't just not want to have the child. She's like, I've got to screw over my parents because in some weird delusion in her mind, they did something hard. Her parents never seemed that. They seemed like really cool people. To, like, and this is a funny she thing. She was just that deluded. Let me bring up a few things about the
0: press. We all know that her biggest detractor Sorry. was Nancy Grace. And Nancy Grace went after her with all four mm. feet. And I, I, like I said, I, I told, I do not like Nancy Grace. I am not ashamed to say I think Nancy Grace is a garbage woman, but I agree with her on this. But what really surprises me is, you know, who one of her defenders was, Sean Hannity.
2: Hmm.
0: He on Fox News, he said the verdict was fair because the prosecution did not have enough evidence to establish guilt or meet the burden of proof. I agree with this too, beyond um, a reasonable doubt. Because I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody's saying about this: we need to toughen our laws. We need to don't you know we we don't need to be defending people that we know are guilty. Now, if we have if we have um, laws to where anybody is considered guilty before they're innocent, you know, and they have to prove to be innocent, your neighbor could say he raped me. Your neighbor could say she play he played the that queen, the drag queen there, that transgendered woman, played with my little boy. And then all they have to do and is, all they have to do is just believe. And, and, uh, yeah. get, and get the court and of go, public opinion. And get and going the court of public opinion. Yeah. And that's why that was we would be back in right. Salem witch hunts and things like in that. Medieval you're right. times.
1: Yeah, you're, right.
3: you're
0: right. So we have to, as much as we get pissed off at the way the system... Has we do somebody. have to follow the
3: evidence. Yeah, we do have to follow the evidence, and we do have to... As far as justice itself, you're right. Due process and all of that. Yeah,
0: we can't. We, that has to be protected. The freedom of religion has to be protected. And freedom from religion yes. has to be detected. But, Our civil rights have to be detect, uh, protected. I don't care if... Okay, you don't like illegal aliens coming over. We can't harass innocent Hispanic citizens that came over legally just to fuck with the illegal aliens. And that's what a lot of people want to do right now. And that is totally wrong. You know, and as far as, as immigrants go, everybody's a goddamn immigrant.
1: Well, you know what I think about the whole immigration thing is a lot of these people are leaving a shitty life. And the ones from South America that come via Mexico a lot of that, their countries are in civil war or, or they're, they're uh, persecuted by the government. Let these people in. How can you turn your back on someone that if they go back to their country is going to be murdered?
0: You know, we have a lot of people who want to do that. And then you, know, you can't say, uh, we're not going to let all Muslims in. You can't bar an entire religion, no matter how much you disagree with their policies and how crazy they are. How would they like it if they said, "Okay, now we're not going to let
3: Christians in either, because there's crazy Christian terrorists out there." Okay, but relating it, okay, we we gotta get this back to the Anthony, though. Okay. No, I was, what I was mean is, is I
0: get where y'all were I get where y'all. I, right. I know this is shitty. <laughs> I know it's crappy that this woman got away with this.
3: No, I I'm, agree. I'm agree. We can't
0: give up the system that we have no, that's we working. Just however, because there's some creepy people out there. However, get
3: away or something. that's. For the courts. That's why we have For courts. society, though, this bitch sits here and says she doesn't care what other people think. No, bitch, you actually do. That's why you're sitting on a fucking uh, uh, news special saying whatever, because you care what other people think. If you didn't care what other people would think, you would be hiding out somewhere. Well, you know she was enjoying all of all the attention. She was enjoying the damn attention.
1: I wonder why she wasn't sued civilly, like they did OJ. Because you need less evidence. Well, yeah, she the needs less evidence for that, yes.
0: But that would have had to be her the family, family of the victim. It right. would have had to be her parents to do that. Right. And she doesn't have any money.
2: Yeah.
3: What are they going to get from her? A 93 Oldsmobile? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless she's gotten money now with doing some of these specials and other things, we don't know. What
0: well, is. she's not allowed to write a book about it, is she?
3: I don't... I'm not sure. I'll be honest. I'm not sure actually on that. You would have to. I mean, Let me see if she read
0: the book. I mean, I, I'm doing a, I have my little phone here with my Google. And we, we, we are Googlers
3: on this podcast. But I all do. her behavior. There. Okay. I Like I said, I don't lend into whatever Nancy Grace said. Okay. I'm going off of what I've watched with Casey Anthony herself. Her behavior. This is not a woman who cared about the loss of her child. And she never wanted the child. If she claims she ever didn't want the child, she never fucking showed it. Well, it was written, a book
0: was, uh, several books were written, and one of them was about, by Jose
3: ba- Baez, her defense attorney. It's called Presumed Guilty. And, and society wise, she, even if she doesn't go to jail, in a lot of people's minds, the bitch is screwed. You know why? You know why she's screwed? Because we're all going to think in the back of our minds, a mother who could toss her child aside is not going to have any loyalty or care for anyone else around her. No, she's not. And that that really goes to the core of our series this month. When you really look at that idea of a mother nurturing a child, she wanted nothing to do with that. Well, you know...
0: You know uh, fairy tales. A lot of them were cleaned up before they got to. Us. Oh uh, no, the fairy tales. And did you mass. know that in the original Snow White, mm. the Evil Queen wasn't her stepmother; she was her ma- natural mother. Oh, I know. That's and crazy. that was that. It was so that was so twisted. So basically, they changed we got Casey step-
3: Anthony right here.
0: Is is the Evil Queen? They changed the Evil Queen to the step to the stepmother because they didn't want children to think that their real mothers would there were real mothers that would kill them, their children. But yeah, originally the evil queen was
3: actually gave birth to and Snow White. It's, it's not even like postpartum depression or anything else. Like, this is a psychosis she has that is such a delusion that's different. At least with like postpartum, you see there's an actual sadness mm-hmm. and the person still really wants the child. They just they don't know if they can live up to care. Like there's there's problems that they have there. Like
1: it, it yeah. manifests differently. This this she didn't
3: want, period.
1: Well, it's a shame that it's a shame that a lot of women will choose a man over their own child.
3: Oh, that happens a lot, but I don't even that think there was a man lot. involved in this. I think it wasn't just, even. No, this I, is all her. When you look at it, just those interviews. This is all about her preserving herself. And I'm not about, pe- I'm all about people, you know, self-care, and taking care of something, and all this mm. stuff. No, this bitch is all about, it's only me and me, and it's, it's really fucking selfish.
0: You so, Diane Downs was choosing the man. She wanted this man, and the man didn't want children. So that's why she decided to get rid of the children. Mm. And there are, I don't know if some of them go as far as homicide or anything, but they're all women out there that go into a different mindset once a man shows them attention. Because I knew a woman one time that went so crazy over this man that she had a teenage daughter who was a teenage mother living with her. And the man didn't like her daughter and she made the daughter move out with her baby.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever know the real reasons Casey Anthony did this because I think they're so diluted. we're not going to, I don't think we'll ever really know. And she shows no remorse.
0: Oh, she that did. That interviews interviews tell you that she shows no remorse whatsoever. Do
3: you, Do you expect it? The way she's acted from day one, do you even before she killed the child? You it's so funny, no.
0: and it's so funny that Nancy Grace is so outraged. You think that maybe Miss Grace sees a little of herself in Casey Anthony, and that could be why she's.
3: You know, you're not as far fetched there as you think on what you're saying. It's it's not as far fetched because you see, my uh, uh, Nancy Grace. Has
0: she has a record of badgering the family of of, of murdered children and kidnapped children, and drove one woman who turned out to be innocent to suicide. And when they asked her if she had any remorse, she said no.
3: Although I will tell Nancy Grace, she mentioned Match and Casey Anthony. Casey oh. Anthony's crazy enough to go. I get think back we should out. put them in the ring and let them kill each other like gladiators. Is that going <laughs> to be the next Blood Man tournament? No, I'm joking. Yeah, let Nancy Grace go against Casey Anthony in the next Blood Man tournament. <laughs> oh, uh, I just, uh, I, I mean, I was disturbed enough with some of our other cases, but this one, I'm just, it's so cold. It's so calculated. It's so, I'm just, like, even if you're saying she didn't do it, I don't see where it could be anybody else but her the way she's acting. Yeah. No, it wasn't
0: anybody else. And that nanny that she says didn't exist. That's what I, that's was, what I was talking about
3: earlier. Now, she has so diluted that she makes her own, creates her own uh, environments, her own realities. We're I dealing even with be, the, the virtual, the pseudo realities of Casey Anthony. It wouldn't surprise me if it was an accident
0: and she put the t- duct tape on there to look like the child was kidnapped. Because they weren't even
3: sure if the duct tape was postmortem or not. And not and getting in any autopsies. any of the crazy things, but case anything. But if you mix pseudo realities in someone's mind with actual intelligence to carry that out, okay. Which because I'm saying I think she was smart enough to research stuff. She cause I, she seemed in the interviews, Jennifer. Did she look calculated to you? Yes, yeah,
1: so I think she was very calculated. So you
3: have intelligence with pseudo reality. That's a scary combination. That can convince anything. That was a problem with uh, Diane Downs. She, you know, she she lived so delusionally, and she was so intelligent. But she wasn't. No, but see, she wasn't as smart as Casey Anthony. I'm going to tell you why. Casey Anthony planned this out from way early on. Diane Downs. It was a little bit more in the moment of happening, which means she's not as smart. There was a little bit more of it. Was, and she's like, also not as charming as. Well, but 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 it was in. The, you understand what I'm saying? Because if you look I'm at right, pictures right. of
0: Casey Anthony, i show you. She looks like an innocent little girl.
3: I feel like Casey Anthony was planning this for, for months,
0: years. I mean, look at this girl. I'm going to show you the picture of uh, who? Uh, That's Casey Anthony. Does yeah. she not look like somebody's pr- beautiful princess daughter? Yeah,
3: you know, she doesn't look. Does she doesn't look like a woman that would murder a baby? I, well, I don't. I don't say that because I think anybody can kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know, no,
0: no, we know that. But then I'm talking about the delusion and the way it looks. at... My mom used to always say, "Looks are deceiving."
3: I guess I'm a Scorpio. I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. My mom used to
0: always say, "Looks are deceiving." <laughs> she looks so.
3: How about
1: you, Jennifer? You, oh, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I agree with you. 100%. You learn. You, know, just you, to, you, you learn over time. You're so innocent, Barry.
0: No, I'm not innocent. It's it's that she. She looks, she looks innocent, but she's not. That's a me. She looks, you know, she looks like any old girl, you know, young girl on the street, you know. She, she, she doesn't look like a murderer. And so anyway, um, so she's still today, to this day, she's not in prison, she's living quietly.
2: But I'm well, glad
0: she quieted the hell down. Hey, You know, I think she knows better. She had so much public opinion. And really? it was split. More women were outraged by her than men.
3: Well, and honestly, if you're out there, Casey Anthony, and you do hear this, yeah, best go hide and keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I think that's the best thing for her to do. Because there's some individuals out here believe that karma would eventually catch up with your ass. And it will. So anyway,
0: uh, let's get to our social media. Yeah, Alright, yeah. you can follow us on Twitter at at A Shudders. You can follow us on Instagram at Open shutters Podcast. Our Facebook business page is Open shutters, a Creepy Podcast. Our Facebook, our Facebook group is the official page for Opal Shudders, a Creepy Podcast. Uh, we also have um, our Patron account, which is www.patron.com forward slash open shutters. You can join our answer with that uh, Frank, which is $5 a month. Uh, Axeman, which is $10 a month. And Madame Mammalari, which is 25. That's the one where you get all the goodies. And then, uh, and then, uh, our email. If you, uh, if you decide to email us, if you have any input on this or any of our other cases, if you have, uh, if you have any, any kind of criticism, our email is openshutters at yahoo.com. And we'd also like you for you to write a little review on Apple Podcasts, saying what you think. Even if it's a bad one, we're gonna read it on the on the podcast.
1: Oh, I'm in trouble.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh
1: I'm in trouble. What'd it's you do? Okay. What'd you do? is what I'm gonna do. You just never know. <laughs> so this is this is a,
2: this
0: is the third installment it. of our series. The uh, Mama Mia, murderous moms. Uh, next week uh, we'll be covering the case of Susan Smith, and um, we have we, we just uh, reviewed the movie Orphan, which was just a few days ago uh, posted. And uh, we'll also be doing a, a bonus episode on Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. Yeah, the Allen versus Farrow. No, Allen
3: I would say if y'all haven't, haven't watched it yet, it's on HBO Max. Go check it out. And then listen to what Very we compelling. To say. Yeah.
0: So anything else I have to tell the folks before we go?
1: All right. You got anything to add, Jennifer? Other than the fact that I'm fabulous? No.
0: No, you can't. You cannot troll for men on our podcast. Hell. Oh, well. That's
1: disappointing.
0: Too bad. (laughs) So, until next time, enjoy the view from the open shutters. But don't
1: fall out the window. Uh, Unless you're an animal abuser, then may you land on a pack of hungry poodles.
0: And your Casey Anthony may a bunch of angry toddlers with big old... Hatchets. Hatchets (laughs) and straight razors come after you after you fall out the window. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. See you next week.